0: hey hey
1: how's it going um you know there's something so exciting when you go to a place for for the very first time and especially when it's a place that has so much uh, mythology around it um a place that may be of all these preconceived notions and ideas and But uh, I I just got back from Las Vegas, Nevada, and then uh, also Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I'm playing my Gibson LGO today, the little mahogany guitar. It's my favorite hear that sustain that I just stopped? Oh, my God. Um. Anyway, I, ho- I hope you're doing well. I hope you've been well. I hope that it doesn't feel like the whole world is spinning out of control because it's not. It's just spinning and, well, it's never in our control at all, so I don't know. What the hell? So um, my buddy, okay, good friend of mine, Uh, I grew up with him. He's a day older than me. We've known each other our entire lives and, you know, there's something cool and I don't have m- many friends I've known my entire life, Um, so... Um, and, you know, we kind of watched each other grow into our own people, and we were always a little bit different, but we always, you know, shared a lot, and, you know, we're kind of brothers, um, so he got married, and he got married to a gal in Phoenix, Arizona, and, um, so, you know, planning going to the wedding and all that, but, uh, we kind of, we, like, didn't get any, <coughs> excuse me, we didn't get plane tickets, so, um, And tickets just kept going up, you know, getting more expensive. So we realized, okay, it's a lot cheaper if we just fly to Vegas, drive the four and a half hours, and we'll do that. And then we get to see Vegas, too. Okay, so great. So we booked some tickets to fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, of course, everybody has their kind of, you know, I think everybody has their own Vegas for many people. Maybe it's just the hangover for some people. It's Sinatra. For some people, um, you know, it's Don Rickles. Um, for me, it's The Killers. It's Brandon Flowers and The Killers and all that incredible writing. Um, throughout any era of The Killers, they always kind of wore Vegas very proudly on their sleeve. Um, when I saw them, um, you know, they, they they it's really beautiful, and they're very much a Vegas band. The showbiz, the glamour, the um the romance the sin everything um in fact i think one of the best songs ever written about las vegas and there are many is brandon flowers it's from a solo record of his so it's not a killer's record it's a solo record of his and the song's called welcome to fabulous las vegas and i'll, I'll try to play it for you today and it's it's just a not a well-known song but just killer writing killer, just a great song what was awesome is we, we get off the plane. Now, mind you, I, I hate flying. I'm a terrible flyer. So I drink a bit of wine and it ends up being a good time, you know, get a little bit drunk and, um, get off the plane and human by the killers is playing, you know, and it just felt so cool. Like, Oh my God, we're here. We go straight. Um, we get in this Uber and this guy, Pedro pick, picks us up and he's so sweet and we're talking and, um, You know, I'm asking about his life, where he's from and all that, you know, uh, he's been in Vegas for about 13 years and 20 years. He lived in L.A. before that. And before that, um, he was in Mexico uh, where he was born. He's got family there. And, you know, I think with culture today, we get a little bit nervous about acknowledging anybody's like ethnicity or where they're from. Like like we're almost afraid of being called racist if we acknowledge that somebody sounds like they're from somewhere else. Um, you know, there's this funny scene in Parks and Recreation where, um, Aziz Ansari's character, people are like speculating, like, where is he from? You know, he's from India or Pakistan. And, and then it, it's like, you know, it's kind of like the office or the interview, you know, it's like talking to the camera and then it's him and Aziz Ansari, you know, all smile. He's like, I'm what you might call a redneck. I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> like he is, you know, so that's, that's just so funny and what's beautiful about that is like um you know the, like both are true you know you'll see someone that in your mind like oh you're from somewhere else far away right but of course they're just like oh they're actually they've been here you know longer than someone that you might like kind of not ask that question about you know so anyway th- these things are complicated and they're worth thinking about but i think um you certainly shouldn't be afraid to engage uh, somebody in in their history and and you know growing up um, I was always fortunate enough to be around a lot of people <coughs> excuse me both from Mexico and Cuba and El Salvador and Guatemala and Ecuador and um and their their past their story uh, was never something that they shied away from nor was it something we weren't allowed to ask about you know it was always like a beautiful part and and again uh, we, we've discussed this before but as a kid um if you're told hey this guy came here on a raft like a raft across the ocean fleeing all kinds of war like that's a fascinating story for a kid you're like you came here, like like they took away your whole ranch with guns and stuff like that's such a cool story and on some level you know as deep as you can go when you're a little kid i guess You know, you you develop a certain amount of respect for someone who, who has, you know, even when you're eight, nine years old, you understand these people have, they were dealt a hand that you were not dealt. You were born here, and you're hanging out here. Maybe they're on your farm or they're on your property and whatever it is. Like, this is where you're from. They are from somewhere so entirely different, you know? So... And that was never something we were made to shy away from, and it it wasn't something that we, uh, you know, it was never. It, it was always a point of respect and admiration. And to me, whenever I meet um, someone, particularly people from Latin America, for some reason, maybe it's because I grew up around them. I I just have so much love and a little bit more of an understanding of where they're from than other than other um, maybe cultures. Like I just I have a reference. It's a it's in my blood and. and So, you know, um, so whenever I meet someone like, okay, like, where are you from? And then I just ask them to tell me a little bit about it. And, you know, a question I'll, I'll ask people a lot is, do you miss it? You know, do you miss home? Is that still home? Or is this home now? And oftentimes, like, the, the answer is pretty complicated. The answer usually is, oh, my God, I miss it like crazy, but I don't want to be there because there's so much corruption and, and you can't live your life. They're here. I could build a better life. I can make some money, and I send money back home, you know? Um. So anyway, so Pedro picks us up, and he's just so sweet, and we're, we're chatting, and um, and again, like there's like this cheesy cringy, cringiness of like, Oh, don't, don't acknowledge it from somewhere else. Or like, don't, don't like be like a nice, like, you know, don't, don't Karen it up and say, gracias, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And I get that. And there's truth to that. And it's also just shaming people. But, but I, you know, there, there's a point to it. It's worth reflecting on, you know, but sometimes I think it's also very healthy to like, just fuck all those inhibitions and ask somebody about who they are. Just talk to them about who they are don't don't be worried about how you come across or be cool because you know for the most part people just they love they love to be asked about they they love to tell their story you know so i'm talking to pedro and you know he's telling me about the farm he grew up on is is it an avocado farm what they do you know how many cows all all that stuff and i i explained to him that you know i grew up milking cows as well and um uh, and like I, I pulled out a couple of random Spanish words I that like again the, like I think they impressed him so you're a little bit like more like off the beaten path words and he's like trying to explain something I was like oh yeah yeah, I know I you're talking about you know or like when I yeah like just small stuff that again there I did have this voice in my head of like you're being a Karen you know saying gross to to the waiter that kind of thing but we, I, I like, I told those inhibitions to those voices in my head, shut the fuck up. That's not what I, what's important now. And I'm engaging with this man. It's a nice drive. We're coming from the Vegas, Las Vegas airport. We're heading to the Sahara Hotel. And Pedro goes to the back of, of the car drop. You know, we pull up to the Sahara Hotel. You know, when he gets our bags, someone's things you want to get it, but they they do it, so okay. Um, you know, you kind of it's awkward if you all right. So he goes and he looks me in the eye and he says, and, and I'm gonna do his accent, okay? All right, everybody prepare. I'm gonna try to do his accent because it was adorable and beautiful. Um and it's just with with love and respect and 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 you shouldn't be afraid of do <laughs> of doing that if it's with love, man. Anyway, he goes. He goes. This then. Right, I'm not gonna fucking do it. I could. I could just feel myself getting canceled. You have a heart full of hate. All right. We're not gonna do the accent. All right. I would if you were just me and you hanging out. He goes. He says to me. He says, "This is the nicest conversation I've had in months." All right. He looks me in the eye, shakes my hand. He says, "He's thank you for something." He says, "This is the nicest conversation I've had in months." Okay. And he wasn't just being nice, trying to get a tip. You you could just tell you know when someone is so sincere that it's just burning right out of their eyes, and I walked away and my my conviction to kind of let go of those like oh I shouldn't pry I shouldn't assume he's from somewhere else all, you know et cetera et cetera like le- like telling those voices to shut up and just asking someone about themselves and appreciating their culture and appreciating the fact they're from somewhere else appreciating their story that they're and uh, and just. recognizing that their story is complex and if someone doesn't speak english well it does mean that they have seen shit that you have never fucking seen you know they've been places man like he's been a lot more places than me he's older than me so that he's got that but he's also just lived many lives and the life he lives is a beautiful and difficult one and it's a life full of triumph and this man has seen some things. So when you go and you try to acknowledge that, and 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 you do it obviously with love and respect, of course, who wouldn't? Like what idiot wouldn't? Okay, most people wouldn't do that. Most right. So if you do that, you you could you could see someone and make themselves make make them feel seen, man. Like just make them feel heard. And you know it was so beautiful. Like I like, man, Pedro, just a beautiful soul, beautiful soul, full of joy, full of love, man, so he dropped us off at the Sarah Hotel, um, and, you know, there's, like, slot machines in the freaking airport there, it's hilarious, crazy, now, um, this cool kind of side, (coughs) excuse me, this cool side story, um, is that good buddy of ours, um, couple, okay, um, they like basically our best friends in the world. Okay. They also happen to be in Las Vegas. Okay. We didn't know like a few weeks before we we're talking, we we're like, Oh wait, you're going to Vegas. And then it's like, Oh my God, we're going to be in Vegas together. Great. So we meet up the next day and, I was cut. It was kind of a, a shit show a little bit. Uh, the rental car that got through Priceline, which was very stupid. Just like I got a text that morning, like, sorry, we're out of cars. And we were going to drive to the Grand Canyon that day and then from there go to Phoenix, Arizona. But uh, which changed plans, went with them. Uh, we got coffee at this place. Uh, we didn't get caught. Co- we, we got like, I got a Mexican style spicy, oh my God, like chocolatey espresso latte. It was so freaking good. I got a second one. Oh, incredible. Um, empanadas and, and just an absolute I think and then the breakfast was kinda of like a Colombian style breakfast. They have like ground meat and rice and plantains and like this um this like corn cake type thing. Um absolutely just freaking delicious. <coughs> I don't know where this cough came from. Um but anyway, so just like we're in Vegas, we're having the best time, and uh, the morning was kind of shaky, but we uh, we get in the car, and we head out, out out of Vegas, pa- over the Hoover Dam, past the Hoover Dam, out into the desert. This is my first time ever being, like, in this kind of desert. A bit. I've been in a desert in California, but cl- more northern California, or central northern California. <coughs> um, and then I've been to uh, the desert in Israel. Um, but never here, and just absolutely splendid. The day after, I saw two bighorn sheep out on the cliff, and that was just so cool. Um, I've seen bighorn sheep before, but Kate has never seen bighorn sheep before, so we got to like see them together, and that was just so exciting. So, so cool. They're such incredible animals. So, um, we go out into the desert and we're driving. Now, we kind of, we took our time, we got distracted, we had a fun breakfast and all that, and we're just having a splendid time. So, of course, we got to the Grand Canyon. It was a, it was like a, I don't want to say northern, it was a different part of the Grand, oh, western part of the Grand Canyon. So, I think a little bit less intense, but still very beautiful, but we couldn't actually get there because we got there too late. They had already closed. But I did get to buy a beautiful piece of Navajo sand art um, that just spoke to me. Very, very beautiful. Um, so I'm going to hang that up in my home. and um, I, It's just cute and sweet and nice, you know? Um, but got to just be out in the desert, and we stopped along the way and, and, and took some pictures and we just had the best time, and we were playing the killers the whole time, and um, man, it was just so much fun. And then we went back to Vegas, and then we hit the strip. And we saw, I mean, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. But let me, uh, let me do this song for you. That Maybe this song can help us,
0: like, help describe the strip. Woke up in rusted frame of a burned-out Old DeVille. Your legs are shot and they're flushed with pain But you can keep them still Sunsets and you're afraid Of the itching in your skin You stumble down the boulevard Of neon and temples You're looking for the grace of God a fellow stranger Disciples and you catalogs of concubines As you stumble down the boulevard Crying Hosanna Welcome to Fabulous Welcome to Fabulous Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas. Give us your dreamers, your harlots, and your sins. In Tennessee You have this Recurring dream Where you see you playing Hide and seek With a woman Who used to know You Very well Sunsets and neon lights all girls and neon lights, blackjack and lady love, cocaine and lady love. You call upon her on holy knees tonight. Love.
1: Sorry about all that coughing there, um. Yeah, but okay, that's a great song. I love it so much. Please go listen to the recording because it's just it's just a lot better than what what I just did there. Um, but anyway, um, I, I love that song. Give us your dreamers, your harlots, and your sins, Las Vegas. I you know, woke up in a rusted frame of a burned-out old DeVille. Um, just the imagery in that song is just kill- Killer. Oh my god so uh hit the strip and you know it's just uh it's just crazy i mean there's women walking around that all like feathers and birds and there's there's like a little venice and italy and new york city and you know But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just this crazy, like, energy and really intense. You know, I, it wasn't like, oh, I feel so at home here. You know, it's a really overwhelming place. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it. then um, we went out to this restaurant called Martha's Kitchen and, um, no, Esther's Kitchen. Never mind. It's called Esther's Kitchen. Um, and this, this might have been the best meal I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I mean, this is the best restaurant I've ever been to. W- one of the best, and the best meal I've ever had in my whole life. Um, I-, I can't even describe it. I mean, there's this beautiful, you start with this, like, homemade, well, the restaurant-made sourdough bread, and comes out, it's warm, and you pick your, like, dips for it. So we got, like, a, um, not a raclette, but a kind of, like, soft cheese. was pretty good. <clears throat> and then we got, we had this incredible uh, chicken and duck liver pate, absolutely just so delicious, so unique, so incredible, on mm. um, this beautiful olive oil butter, and then this other, like, pine nut thing, and that was incredible, <clears throat> then we got this, um, like, beef cheek rice balls, just insane, the most delicious tender beef I've ever had, and then these little, like, duck confit blintzes almost it's like beautiful thin blints with a like a creamy cheese type savory thing in there um covered in these flakes of this duck confit you know duck cooked in its own fat and just this is like the best thing i've ever tasted in my whole freaking life got an old-fashioned but it was called the sam elliott it was one of my favorite cowboys sam elliott great actor um you should check out sam elliott's like movies uh big mustache he was actually in that big lady gaga bradley cooper movie and um he was like the older brother um hated that movie but anyway um loved loved sam Elliott in it and and i think you know it made me happy that he got that recognition there um so see i'm gonna go get a drink of water jesus christ hold on okay we're back um where were we <clears throat> anyway, this old fashioned was called Sam Elliott and it was just incredible. It was old-fashioned, but like a little bit more orangey and honey and sweeter and it was just like, all right, this is perfect. Um And we got this goat, I don't even know the most delicious goat meat I've ever had and and um, incredible pastas with like a red wine, lamb shank and um, uh, let's see what else. Uh, I mean, it was just it was by far the just the craziest meal I've ever had. So delicious. And we ate it. We had it family style. And you could all share. And we just had the most grand time. And again, we're with friends that, you know, we weren't planning on being in Vegas together. And I, these are like my best friends in the world. Love them so much. And all of a sudden, we're in Vegas together. and Just having a great time. And got to do that. Um, and then they were kind enough to, they literally, they were staying in a really nice hotel. And we, hadn't, we didn't, like, love the hotel we were at. It was just, like, it was, like, trashy fancy, you know? But, like, the night before, there was this, there's a couple, and the woman was just crying in the lobby. You know, they must have, he must have done something awful, and he was just kind of staring at her. And I mean, they're, you know, and she's crying, and then you have, like, some 30-year-old walking by in a gown, and, you know, just... <clears throat> it's just a crazy place. Um, so they they offer they're like we'll we're gonna switch hotel rooms we're gonna get a double queen let's just have a sleepover that'd be so much fun so we ended up doing that had a great time um, we all pass out I got a coffee in the morning and it's just so cute you know I mean like whatever I'm I'm 26 like when you have sleepovers like that so much fun. so then we hit the road and it's time to head to Arizona and um uh, so this is when this is when we saw the bighorn sheep we headed out of Vegas and by the way off in the distance you could see Sam's Town which there's a Killers record called Sam's Town it's such a good album and just seeing that and we got the Killers on the radio and it was just like so much fun um and we're driving through the desert you know and and I'm just thinking of, like, one of my favorite killer songs, uh, it's called The Way It Was, um, I'll do it for you in a minute, it's just such a beautiful song, um, but, like, just, yeah, just, like, lyrically, um, yeah, uh, so, you know, there's a lot of cool history in Vegas, there's, we ended up a bunch in this, like, kind of artsy district that was very fun, obviously, the strip is its own thing, and, um, you know, there's a lot of darkness there. I think people are, are a little bit, go there to be extreme, to forget themselves. I did pass this beautiful, beautiful musician playing on the street. Let me get you his name. He was just playing um, songs in in Spanish and in English. Um, he's from Argentina. And he was so, he was just so beautiful. So, so beautiful. His name is, oh, give me a second. Um, Rodrigo Ciamarella, um, but if, if you go to my Instagram, you could just find, just search for Rod- Rodrigo in my, in my follow, fo- following, um, so beautiful, so, um, oh my god, um, my buddy, wow, my buddy from Pine Girl follows him, that's awesome, um, that's so cool, okay, so, <clears throat> Uh, just just so special and you know when you're in these situations when you're in when you're on the strip in vegas and it's just chaos everywhere and darkness and light and joy and this strange just splatter of humanity in the middle of the deserts just this this neon sidewalk in the middle of the sand and everybody is at their wits end everybody's um at the beginning or end or at the end of a dream and, and you know, everybody's just so extreme and all over the place and everybody's selling everything and everything costs a lot and everybody's paying for it in many different ways and then he's just in the middle there with, uh you know, a fedora and, and just a bucket, a tip bucket and he's singing just the most beautiful songs, you know and he's just singing so earnestly so present as if you know, I, I'm walking around, I'm so affected by this place, I'm taking it in, and he's just perfectly himself, you know, he's just himself, and that's it, that's all there is, is him and this beautiful song, you know, and, and he kind of reminded me to just, he grounded me, reminded me of, of everything, you know, um, and, and, and I, I appreciate him. <laughs> so we hit the road and we headed towards Phoenix Arizona um a grand old time a grand old time okay here we go
0: I drove through the desert last night I carried the way of our last fight Elvis singing don't be cruel and I wonder if you feel it too it's like we're going under somewhere outside the lonely Esmeralda County line the question of my heart came to my mind if I go on with you by my side Trust this paradise is buried in the dust. if I with you by my side. Sometimes a dream, it don't come true
1: if I leave that song and I got balls cuz that was terrible but um eh I'm not feeling well I've been traveling so much these flights man they knock me out um but I'm happy to happy to be home happy to be back in Nashville Tennessee with this freaking cat that uh isn't seem to go anywhere I think she wants to hang around and be part of the family or something we'll see but uh she's so cute and we got someone to take care of her while we were gone and you know so worried about her but she's all right um so uh let's let's see so we headed through the desert and went to phoenix and which is you know my friend he was so present in, in like during the wedding and i just thought that was so beautiful and such a great sign of of um of their impending success and um had the most fun at this wedding, and family was lovely, and I spoke to the grandfather for a while, his wife just died a week ago, and he was telling me and Kate stories about her, and about them meeting, and they'd been married for 69 years, and together for four years before that, or something like that, and so, such a sweet and dignified man, sharp, sharp as a whistle, man, like, he was talking about my dad, and like, he just remembers him perfectly, and only remember, met him like once or twice, but just so, so, so present, um, and, you know, um, uh, remind, remind me of, of that John Prine song, hello in there, you know, um, hollow ancient eyes, you know, he was so beautiful and it was such a treat to get to talk to him, um, yeah, just, just freaking special. Um, I want to read you this little thing I wrote,
0: <coughs> oh
1: God, so sorry about the coughing, Um, Maybe there's a plug-in that, like, remove them. Um, This is a song I wrote uh, in the desert. It's called Red. Red. The sands of time sing a sad song Over a happy tempo Behind a sunset storm On the Chinese New Year And the whole world is good luck, Red. The sands of time sing To the spurs, the spirits, and the sun And all I hear is the silent intermission but even that is wondrous. Um there what's fascinating about Las Vegas, you know, there's obviously this incredible Oh, really quick though, Phoenix, Arizona, had the best time, beautiful wedding, perfect weather, saw some old friends. It was so heartwarming and lovely, you know, and I'm not really a wedding person. I don't like dancing. And it's funny, this guy's like, let loose, be freed and I'm like, ah, I'm free in other ways. I don't I don't need to like. I don't need to like wiggle away on the dance floor. That's eh, not my thing. I'm okay. Um, but had a beautiful time, and um, I'm trying to think of what what to really share from the wedding. Uh, what was cool about this wedding? So you know, very close to this family. I, I've known the, the family. You know, really good family friends. Known them my whole life. I was the only one for my family. that was able to go to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so I was like representing our family. It was cute, you know. Um, but. Growing up, you know, you really uh, – <coughs> you could watch a family really grow and – and I don't know how to say this. Their family, this family I'm talking about, you know, my buddy, his whole family, they have, as a family, grown and changed and evolved in the most loving and beautiful ways. It's not like they started out – they were terrible. They start out lovingly and beautiful and they were great, but they've made changes – as a family as a unit as a team as a small little tribe um such beautiful and positive ways and it was just super inspiring and very impressive and and just inspiring frankly okay so we stayed at the Hilton Hotel in Phoenix Arizona it was not a fancy Hilton it was just might as well have been a super eight but there was a jacuzzi and a hot tub outside that was fun it's funny we're in the hot tub and just a fire truck roll, rolls up outside, and all of a sudden the hotel lobby is just filled with firemen. I was like, what the hell is going on? But we uh, just stayed in the hot tub. Um, and it was lovely. <clears throat> so, for signing in, and my ID is still like, um, like my billing address, still my Rockland County residence back in New York. And the guy's checking us in. He's like, oh, you're from Rockland County. I'm from Nanuet. And he was so sweet, his name is Salvador, and we just hit it off for laughing, what are the odds we're here from this little tiny county in the suburbs of New York State, this little part, we're out here in Arizona, having a grand time, so that was really lovely, Um, and I don't know, we just had so much fun there, and then woke up really, really early, drove back through the desert another four and a half hours, we saw cactuses, man, like cactuses, I've never seen cacti like these, Absolutely incredible. Looked out for other critters. Saw a dead javelina, which is kind of related to like a, a pig or a wild boar. They're not actually pigs, but they look like boars basically. But very, very cool. javelinas. Some people hunt them. Um, they're amazing creatures. So I saw a dead one. Saw a couple of hawks. Um, but those big horn sheep right outside of Vegas, the, 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 those are like the main kind of really exciting wildlife we got to see. But the desert and the views are just amazing. And You know, you're out there. And it's cool, Uh, I listen to, like, the radio, like, the local radio on the way out, and a lot of it is, like, um, a lot, because they're just right near Mexico, and so a lot of it is, like, local Mexican news as well, but from, like, an Arizonian perspective of, like, here's what's going on in the neighboring, you know, Mexico and and all that. Very, very interesting, and um, really, they have, like, a fascinating relationship, I think. Um, Yeah. You know it's fun. Like it's so much fun. Any local news, you're like, oh, you know they're like talking about their local hockey team and what's going on with that, and so that was cute. Um, but uh, yeah, got got back and and um, it's fun. We got fifty bucks. So this, I'm such a, I, I it's like so Jewish to me. I well, who doesn't like saving money? This isn't Jewish. It's just anyway. Uh, the, there was like dog hair and in, in the car that we rented. So I like told them about it and they just gave us fifty bucks back, which is so much fun. Um, anyway, it's the small of victories. Um, you know, it's a special place. It's crazy. It's a special place, and um, this is a song that uh, I believe Irvin Drake wrote. Uh, Frank Sinatra recorded it in 1965, and, and it it is my favorite Sinatra song. So, in honor of Sinatra and you know what what he meant to Vegas and what Vegas meant to him, I want to do this song. This is Uh, It's called It Was a Very Good Year
0: When I was 17 It was a very good year It was a very good year For small town girls And soft summer nights We'd hide from the light On the village green When I was 17 When I was 21, it was a very good year. It was a very good year for city girls who lived up the stairs with all that perfume there, and it came undone when I was 21. Thirty-five It was a very good year It was a very good year For blue-blooded girls Of independent means We'd ride in limousines On their chauffeurs would drive When I was thirty-five But now the days are short I'm in the autumn of the year And now I think of my life As vintage wine Oh, from fine old kegs all from the brim to the dregs It poured sweet and clear it was a very good year.
1: It was a very good year. Frank Sinatra, that's, you know, he's older and he's looking back. Just, uh, I love that song so much. Um, We're back here in Nashville, Tennessee. I booked a freaking gig. I booked a gig. I'm playing at the Commodore on February seventh. Tell your friends. Tell anybody you know. Um, it's a song it's part of like a Nashville songwriter showcase or something like that. Very, very fun, very excited. Um, I feel like I got something else exciting to tell you, but I, I just don't I don't know what it is. Got this cat. Um, and I'm just happy to be here, man. Um, my buddy Mikey Barlavi, uh, he was here. Last week, um, he helped watch the cat, which was nice, but we, we were able to hang out. And, um, he's he recorded a beautiful song called, um, I, I don't want to tell you anything, but it is a beautiful song. And when it's out, I'll definitely share it with you and tell you about it. Um, but definitely check out his music, it's called, um, uh, Mikey Barla V, um, uh, letter V. So, um, you can find him on, on my Instagram or whatever, but uh, he's got a song out called Bunker. Um, And What If I Can't, Um, great songs. Let me see, I I feel like some friends put out, oh, Mary Hood, Mary Mary Hood, Uh, one of my favorite um, songwriters to ever find, she was on this podcast uh, a while ago, she's like one of the first, first podcasts, Um, let me just find her song, okay, her new song is called "Come Back Earth, and it's just so good, okay, it's just, check it out, man, it's so good. Um, very, very special, very great. Um, let me see. Anybody else put out new music? Oh, the Pine Grove album. It's called Eleven Eleven. Pine Grove put out a new record and I I love it so much. Check that out. Absolutely go listen to that. Um, yeah. I feel like my buddy Daryl Rand put out, he's always putting out new songs. But I know he's working on a record. Um, it'll be out. He move, he like turns around really quick. Like he's always putting out new songs. Um so there's so much going on, so much exciting stuff, uh, did I, I feel like I watched something cool, something else happened, I don't know, but, um, nah, I think that's it, I really appreciate listening, I'm sorry about the coughing, I'm okay, I don't have the plague, I'm alright, just a little bug in the throat or whatever the hell, um, but it, I, I appreciate you for listening, I love you, I, I hope it's not too soon to say that, you don't have to say it back, um, anyway, um, uh, yeah, and I am a Neil Young fan and a Joe Rogan fan, all right? Both at the same time. You could do it all, all right? Don't pick a side. It's a lie, okay? They're just trying to divide you. It's all bullshit. See through it, okay? Enjoy it all. Love you. Bye. Bye.